0: The Education Channel supports individual educational goals and encourages creativity for all. Visit uctv.tv education.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the UC San Diego Mi Camino Student Series, where we'll be taking a look at the diverse journeys of Latinx and Chicanx students as they tell us how they made their way to and through college. Today, we're interviewing Delila Gonzalez-Mejia. Delila is a transfer student with a passion for women's health. She's done some interesting research at UCSD, including work on a diabetes monitoring app that takes culture into consideration. Thanks for being here, Delila.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: So first, I want to ask you a bit about your background. Could you tell us a bit about yourself, your family, what growing up was like?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So my parents were born in little ranch villages in Jalisco, Mexico, and they lived pretty much quiet, normal ranch style lives until their mid-20s when they immigrated to the United States. Um, They ended up coming to another little ag town in the Northern Bay Area called... Gilroy, California. And that is where I grew up most of my life. So I had a pretty quiet, normal childhood, or at least what was normal to me. Um, I went to school, I went to the local high school, and then I ended up going to community college and then ended up going to San UC San Diego. And here I am now.
1: Can I ask what your family's uh, philosophy was on college going?
0: Yeah. So Neither of my parents ever got through middle school. Um, neither of them had a very robust educational background, but I think both of them always knew that education was very important. I think that was one of the reasons they came to the United States um, to give us, their children, better opportunities when it came to education. Uh, so I grew up knowing that education was important. It was important to go to school but they didn't necessarily know how to help me. They never really helped me with homework. Um, They struggled to communicate with the teachers and the district, etc. So school was very important, but they didn't really know how to support me with that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I know that's the case for a lot of first-gen students with immigrant parents. I know that was the case for me as well. Um, So yeah, that's definitely something I know a lot of us have experienced. Um, so I want to ask what it was like navigating college applications without, you know, having your parents help, um, kind of going it alone. What was that like?
0: Yeah, I actually missed my window of opportunity to apply to four-year universities because I didn't know that you had to take the SAT to apply. So by the time I realized, oh, you have to take this test to get in, it was too late. And all of a sudden we were graduating, um, I knew that I still wanted to go to college and I knew that community colleges existed. We have we had a local community college in Gilroy. So I decided to try to look more into that avenue. Um, and I ended up finding a really great community college that was just up north of me that had a biology AST program that basically said, if you check all of these boxes, you are guaranteed transfer to a four year university. And because I didn't have any of that guidance or any of that support at home in terms of navigating college, I really, really, really needed someone to just like give me a checklist that I could do. So I went to Cañada College in Redwood City. um, And it was just an amazing, amazing experience. I think I thrived more there than I ever would have going straight to a four-year university. It was just this really tight-knit community, small college with just a lot of community support Um, so I prepared there and then I ended up transferring to UCSD in bioengineering.
1: That's awesome you know a lot of people do have their college um, journey look like that where they go to a um, community college first and a lot of people really diminish um, what it's like going to a community college and say you know you should go right to a four-year and that's not always feasible for everyone in that shouldn't be the case that people think that that's not um, a valid avenue to take. Um, So, you know, looking back with the information you have now, what advice would you give to your high school self? I
0: think the first thing I would tell my high school self is be kinder to yourself. (laughs) I think high school is a difficult time for everybody. And there's a lot of anxiety, depression, and just I think more and more these days, it feels like you have to have everything sorted out when you're in high school. I certainly didn't, but I would say be kinder to yourself and really also just find a mentor. Find someone that is somewhere that you want to be in the future, whether that's one year out, two years out, five years out, um, and ask them if they'll chat with you every now and then and talk to you about how they got to where they are especially for people that are in a situation like me where they don't have the support at home to be able to figure out that path easily. Um, So I would definitely say find a mentor. um, If you don't have one at home or within your family, friends, I think that's the big one. Um, I would also say, try to think a little bit further ahead because I remember when I was in high school, I wasn't really thinking about, like like I said, I didn't even know you had to take the SAT. I wasn't thinking even a year ahead. So even if it's not planning every detail out, try to think about what you want to be when you're older, where you want to go. Because if you start engaging in those conversations with yourself, then you'll start Googling things and gaining more knowledge about where it is that you want to go and how to get there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's fantastic advice. Um, So now I wanna move into what it was like during UCSD for you. So during your first year of college, did you face any challenges? Um, Did you, you know, what was that like for you?
0: To be honest, the transition was really rough for me. Um, I think going from such a beautiful tight knit community where everyone knows each other in community college to this big, massive university, it was really hard for me to feel like I belonged. Um, the like making friends wasn't very easy. And instead of putting myself out there, getting out of my comfort zone, joining lots of clubs, I sort of just secluded myself and stayed, um, in my apartment and kind of got depressed. And that was really, really difficult, but thankfully I ended up joining this really great club called engineering world health. Um, And that really sort of opened the door for me to make connections and start finding the places on campus that I felt safe and comfortable in and finding my communities on campus.
1: Yeah, I think finding your community on campus is probably one of the best ways to get acclimated to college life. Um, So let's expand a little more on that. Um, How did you find community at UCSD?
0: Yeah, so like I said, it kind of started with Engineering World Health. But then after that, I started feeling more comfortable visiting um, some of the other spaces on campus. So one of the things I love about UCSD is they have this really rich culture of resource centers. Um, For example, the Raza Resource Centro, Um, that was just a great space to be in. And I'm so sad that COVID happened and I couldn't still go there to do my work and just hang out with people and have a cafecito every now and then. But um, that along with the, the Zone and the Women's Center, all of those spaces just really helped me feel like UCSD was the place for me to be. And
1: just to, you know, make sure our audience knows what we're talking about here. Like, what does it mean to you to find your community?
0: So what are we talking about when we say that? So first I'd like to clarify that you can have many communities. Um, I don't think that there's any one community that is like, you know, you can have priorities, but that you can be a part of many communities. Um, And for me, I think that means really making sure that you find a space or a group of people that makes you feel like you can be yourself, like you feel comfortable and safe and they fit with whatever your goals are. If you are really set on medical school and you want to just do the best that you can academically, find a group that's going to help you do that. Um, if you really want to enjoy the culture of San Diego while you're here, Find a club that explores San Diego and just find a space that you feel happy to go to because sometimes classes don't do that for you. So you have to make sure to take care of yourself and, um, make sure that you are with people that are going to make you happy.
1: So kind of following that line of like being with people, um, you know, people who will help you grow and whatnot, um, are there any mentors that you've had at UCSD that have helped you, um, you know, in your field,
0: outside of it, um, through your college journey? Absolutely. So the very first thing that comes to mind is my current PI. His name is Dr. Ben Smar, And he does some really interesting research on circadian rhythms and physiology over time. He has really been one of my biggest mentors. Um, I reached out to him towards the beginning... like. Right at the beginning of the COVID pandemic, and I said, Hey, I'm really interested in your research. Can I join your lab? And he said, Yes, that's great, but COVID 19 is hitting and we're doing, we're doing um, this really cool project related to it. Can you talk to me later? So I did reach out again and he was super receptive to it. And ever since then, I've been working with him. And to be honest, like I was saying at home, my parents, I didn't really have a lot of guidance about school and about graduate school too, but I'm really interested in pursuing higher education. So he has been really great telling me about all the different opportunities in terms of getting a PhD, getting an MD, getting a DO, all of those different avenues, um, as well as just uh, opening the door for me to do some really awesome research.
1: So speaking of your research, um, I wanted to ask You know, could you expand more on what your research was, different projects you've done? Um, You know, what kind of work have you
0: done while you're at UCSD? I started off doing research with the student-led organization Engineering World Health. Um, My first project, I led a group of students and we were working on creating a device that you put inside your shoe. And it measures basically how stable you are when you're walking so that it can help alert you if you have instabilities and that might potentially lead to you falling. And this was really important to us because although falling doesn't maybe seem like a big deal to us, if you're elderly and you live in a low resource community, if you fall, fracture your hip, get really hurt, that could really mean that you're gonna to have to spend a lot of money on a surgery, maybe money that you don't have, you're not gonna be able to work to um help your family. And so it's just a device like this that could help warn you would really make a difference for low resource communities and for the elderly communities. So I started off doing that. And then the following year with Engineering World Health as well, which is this past year. Um, I was working on creating a diabetes monitoring app that took, that took culture into consideration. So essentially we have a lot of really amazing diabetes apps out there to help you manage your blood sugar, etc. but not a lot of them take into consideration the communities that need these apps the most. For example, diabetes is, has really high occurrences in the Hispanic and Latino population, um, and especially in the middle-aged to older community, but that's the community that is the least tech savvy, at least, um, generally speaking. And so, and, and perhaps even the community that is less likely to use an app that doesn't really cater to their own cultural preferences. So we created this app with culture in mind. Um, it had customized recipe suggestions to suggest foods that are in are within what you usually eat and not just like um, random stuff. Uh, Customized exercise suggestions to do things that are comfortable for you and within your range of mobility. Um, And also language selections and things like that. Um, So that was with Engineering World Health. I've also done some research with my lab with the PI that I was telling you about earlier. Um, the project that I'm just wrapping up right now was looking at student login data um, and basically asking the question, why, why do men and women sometimes have different GPA, average GPA achievements? What is causing those educational disparities and how can we address those to make sure that education is equitable for all?
1: Wow. You're doing some incredible research. Um, I'm excited to see what you do next. So moving into our closing questions, I want to ask, what are some of your fondest memories
0: at UCSD right now? So these are kind of going to be (laughs) pre-pandemic, but I just loved hanging out in the Geisel Library and going to Audrey's to get a coffee and just being around people that were educationally driven and interested in learning more. Um, I would have a ton of study groups there and that was really, really fun. Um, I also loved getting to go get massages at The Zone. That was really awesome. Or visiting the therapy fluffies, um, running over to Price Center to get boba. Those sorts of things really just made my experience awesome. But even in this virtual world, I feel like, even though we haven't gotten to enjoy the physical UCSD campus, I still feel the spirit of UCSD in my classmates and how collaborative everyone has been on Discord and through social media. Everyone has really banded together to make sure that even though we were in a v- virtual world, we all learned something this past year. And that is the spirit of UCSD. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Um, so do you have any advice for scholars that are going into
0: college? My biggest piece of advice would be to really make sure to take care of yourself and take care of your mental health. I think that when I was fresh into community college, um I didn't really know how to take care of myself yet. I didn't really know how to take care of myself nutritionally, um, make sure I got enough sleep, drank enough water. And that ended up contributing to the really, the really challenging transition when I came to UCSD as well, because I was completely on my own. I didn't have my parents like I did at community college. So take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health because if your mental health isn't right, um, if you don't feel well mentally, then everything else is just so much harder. It's so much harder to excel and thrive. Um, I would also give Then the same advice that I would have given my high school self, find a mentor. Don't be afraid to just email people, reach out, because at this university, everyone is here to learn from each other and to help each other. Um, So find someone who is where you want to be and ask them how they got there. And if they have any tips for you, because I'm sure they will. And just make sure to explore all the different spaces there are on campus and find your community. Find the people that you feel safe and comfortable with, because those are the people that are going to help you survive this crazy ride that is UCSD and a four-year university in general.
1: So my final question for you is... what are your plans, are your for, the plans for the future? I know that's one you've probably been asked, kind of asked a lot and that a lot of us get asked all the time. and We're like, ah, I don't know, um, but you're kind of at the point where I assume you kind of know where you're going in life.
0: So what are your plans? Yes. So right now I am preparing to take the MCAT, which is the exam you have to take to apply to medical schools. And I would like to apply to MD, PhD programs, which are joint medical school and graduate school programs. Um, they're super competitive. So I am definitely like taking my time and trying to make sure I have all my pieces um, in order. But that is my next goal. I would love to be an OBGYN someday and help promote just women's health and uh, destigmatize women's health and contribute to the field because there's a lot of innovation that Uh, can be contributed to women's health right now.
1: I completely agree. Well, thank you for being here with us, Dalila. This was a wonderful interview, and I'm sure, um, you know, people will get a lot out of what you've said today.